at your face. We're together. We're together again. In person. Not over FaceTime. It's so nice. How's it ever, what's, how's it going? Good, good, good. Well, we went drinking last night because we <laughs> celebrated Halloween, so Sabrina can't talk today. Yep, just me. I'm the only one who can She was the only talk. one. I just watched. Cran watched me. Oh, watched her? But Watch I didn't partake me. in any of the festivities. Mm-mm. Never. <laughs> Never. I definitely didn't put my leg up on the on the table and do some weird dancing, crumping. You were Kylie Jenner. You had to. Oh, oh it was good. But Samara was a big hit. Oh, it was freaky. It was so <laughs> scary. I feel like looking at the pictures of myself, I don't recognize it, and it freaks me out. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. But it's Halloween. It's Halloween. It is Halloween. And also, this is Two Girls, One Ghost. Oh, yeah. Welcome. Hello. Two Girls, One Ghost. Halloween special. It's spooky in here. (laughs) (laughs) We decided, even though we did an episode um, on Sunday about Halloween and the history of it, we decided to read some really scary stories to get you in the mood of today. Yeah. And some cautionary tales and things not to do. Right. Right. And also just to get you spooked. So should we should we just do it? Why don't we just do it? Get straight to it. Alright, guys. This one is from L. And the subject is My Brother's House is Haunted. L says, Hey gals, uh, first, of, first of all, I wanted to let you know that I love the podcast. I've been fascinated by ghosts from a very young age, especially the nonfiction ones. So I love that I have the podcast to keep me entertained on my one-hour commute to school. The second thing that I feel I should tell you is more of a disclaimer. I don't fully believe in ghosts yet. I'm like 99% there, but I take everything with a grain of salt. <laughs> I've never seen a ghost, but once I do, I'll be all in. Also, I'm going to omit any names in consideration of the people mentioned. It's very considerate. I've had a handful of unexplainable paranormal question mark things happen to me. But the thing that sticks out to me the most is what happened at my brother's house. The first odd thing that happened in the house wasn't paranormal at all, but still noteworthy. The lady that had owned it passed away, and the family was selling it without an agent. So one of her relatives was showing us around. We were finished with the tour, and my mom and grandma were making small talk with her relative. They were asking about the previous owner and if she was sick or if it was more natural the previous owner was elderly. My grandma asked where she died, assuming that it was in the hospital or in the nursing home, and without skipping a beat, they pointed to the spot on the floor not five feet away where the kitchen transitions into the living room and says, they found her right there. Oh my god. <laughs> I feel like you would be a little bit it reminds- more cool about, <laughs> about that. It reminds me of Tom Segura does a skit on his Netflix comedy stand-up. Mm-hmm. And he talks about, like, the first 48 and how people who witness deaths are like, and they died right there. And it's, like, <laughs> right next to their foot. I was here. And they were right there. That's <laughs> so, so creepy. It's, like, so desensitized to the fact yeah. that your grandma or your, what is it, their, whatever, your family member just died on that very spot. Uh, yikes. Yikes, yikes, yikes. So he bought the house in 2008. I assumed everything was fine with the house until the morning after the first night I spent there. This was a year or two after he moved in. We had a a brother-sister movie night so he could show off his fancy new Blu-ray player. Ooh. (laughs) We went to bed. I slept on the couch, and my brother put in another movie for me to fall asleep to, which I did. 
I remember waking back up to him turning it off as the credits were rolling. I thought it was strange what a good t- what good timing he had, but he was worried about burning his TV, so I figured he must have set a timer or something, and I went back to sleep. The next morning, he said he had something weird to tell me. He then tells me about the cell phone that he had found a few days ago. He had contacted the owner and made plans to get it back to them. He turned it off, and it had been sitting on his dresser. He told me that in the middle of the night, right when my movie would have ended, the phone lit up with just a white screen and that he had to pop the battery out of it to get it to go away. I was like, wow, that is weird. The phone must have glitched or something. And he said, no, I had that same phone and it never did that. It shouldn't do that. He said he thinks his house is haunted. He then tells me about all these other weird things that happened to him there. He would feel a cat or a small dog jump on the foot of his bed while he was trying to sleep. It happened quite often, and he didn't have any pets at the time. There's a light switch that would turn on and off. It was one of those big, beefy ones from the 60s that snaps into place and just takes a good amount of pressure to flip. He would see weird shadows and mists here and there, mostly a lot of small stuff. He also told me about this insane thing that happened to him at our parents' house, but that's a whole other bag of worms. Like, I still lose sleep trying to think of a logical explanation. The only thing I can come up with is a mixture of ghosts, aliens, and crossing into an alternate universe. I really want to know I what know, that story I know. is now. It's such a cliffhanger. I'm going to email her and ask her. Time passes and I ask him here and there if anything else has happened. He had nothing new to report until one day he tells me about an incident he had in the basement. He was working on some kind of project while his female roommate was in the living room on the main floor. He hears a female voice call his name. Assuming that it was his roommate, he goes upstairs to see what she needed. He gets to the top of the stairs, looks into the living room, and sees that she's in the middle of chewing a mouthful of food. He says, you didn't just say my name, did you? No. One thing he said that was strange about this disembodied voice that called his name is that it sounded wobbly and distorted, similar to the way a voice sounds when it travels over water. Interesting. That's really weird. Moving along a couple years to February and March of 2013, I moved in and had absolutely nothing strange happen to me. It was just my brother and I in the house at the time, and the way our schedules lined up, I was never really alone in the house for long periods of time. I think that was why everything was calm for me. That summer, my brother had to go on a week-long work trip and asked me to house-slash-cat-sit while while he was gone. The first couple of days were fine, nothing unusual. When it's lights out and your average creepy vibe you get when it's dark and you're alone in the house, you know, so much weird shit has happened at night. Each night, the vibe got worse. It got to the point where I would leave the hall light on between my room and the bathroom so I could make it there without shitting bricks. Oh. Sounds like what you do every night. Yeah. (laughs) But when I have you on FaceTime, I make you come to the bathroom with, with you. <laughs> yeah. It's part of our uh, uh, podcasting. Every time we finish, Corinne and I go to the bathroom we together while FaceTime. Stay, stay on the phone. <laughs> Just nice and <laughs> feel safe. Uh, one night I was asleep in bed, but I was aware of my surroundings. I don't think that makes sense. Let me explain. I was asleep, but I knew exactly what bed I was in, which house, and what position I was laying in. Another thing I was aware of was this dark male presence that was just outside the closed bedroom door. I felt like he was angry, but not dangerous. I still didn't like the vibes he was giving off. I felt full of dread while he was there. I felt like he couldn't get into the room because the door was shut. Even though the room felt safe, I wanted to get out of the house. I was asleep, and I was making a plan on how to get out. I was going to open my eyes, grab my keys from the end table, sprint out of the room, 
go outside to my car, drive to my parents' house, and crawl into bed with my mom. I went over the steps again and again and really focused on the crawling in bed with my mom and the comfort I was expecting to get from it until I gathered the courage to open my eyes and start the master plan. I opened my eyes, I grabbed my keys, and I don't feel a presence anymore. Still in bed, I turn on the light, take a few calming breaths, and decide to stick it out through the night. I mean, it was just a dream, right? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. I slept with the lights on, lights and TV on for the rest of my time here. My brother came back from the trip, and he asked how things went. I tell him everything was fine, and the cats behaved themselves. I asked about the trip. He had a good time. I wasn't sure if I wanted to tell him about what happened. Something about saying it out loud made it feel more real. Also, I was worried that talking about the presence would make him come out, and I wasn't in the mood to deal with him again. I don't blame you. Right before I left, I decided I should mention the dream. I give him a quick rundown of, hey, by the way, I had a dream that I was lying in bed and felt an angry, dark male presence outside of the door. (laughs) (laughs) Casual. Just slip it into the conversation. He got his, this dumbfounded look on his face and told me that his female roommate, the same one as earlier, had described to him in almost the exact same words the feeling of the same kind of presence. Also, the room that I was staying in was hers when she lived there, and she had definitely staged it. I guess I, that's pretty much all I've got from my brother's house. I haven't felt the presence again, nor have I had any other strange thing happen. Keep up the good work. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the roommate... The girl only staged her room and not the rest of the house of the apartment. So that's why he was outside of the door. Oh, that's waiting. Freaky. Couldn't get in. Right. Oh my gosh! It, well, we were talking earlier today about those black-eyed people. Yes, the black-eyed children. Which kind of children. reminds me of that too. Yeah, the black-eyed children. We should do an episode about them. But yeah, they're essentially there are these children with black eyes at that like they, will they come wear, to like, your sweatshirts door sweatshirts and baseball caps or like just hooded hooded yeah. some sort of hooded and they hide their clothing. eyes almost mm-hmm. and they like come to your door and will knock on your door but they won't come in unless you say you can come in yeah they'll ask you for a ride or yeah like, try to, to get in your, your car or, or something like, yeah, yeah. Try to- and if you let them in apparently they can do evil things to you there are so many people too that have like reported stories of it yeah that's creepy it's very very creepy i don't like it no should we do the next one yeah okay wait just really quick yes because it reminded me of it so my mom the other day it was Mm -hmm. a few days ago because when in that story when he heard his female roommate's voice it reminded me of it so my mom the other day she told me that twice in the morning she heard she thought it was my voice say mom like kind of distressed and she was awake the other day "Mm -hmm." it was like three or four days ago she heard mom and she thought it was my voice and she was like oh it's corinne and then she's like oh wait no corinne isn't here right now she just kind of waited and she was in bed for like another 30 minutes and then she heard mom like very distressed and she told me that and i was like wait this is super weird because as much as it could be a spirit, I wonder if it was actually me because the exact time frame of when that happened, when she heard it, I was having a very stressful dream. Like I, my alarm came off and then I was like, okay, I'm going to snooze it because I have to finish this dream. But I was having a very stressful dream oh my gosh. and it included my parents and they were like forgetting me. And so I was, I kept being like, mom, like mom, like don't right. leave me. And I was so stressed out. And so we wonder if something, somehow my energy went and my mom heard me even though it was in my dream that is 
Because she was like, it was you, like it sounded like your voice and you were like in distress. Wow. But that's also crazy. I wonder if it was like a manifestation in her head. Like you like you were communicating with her. Yeah. But she heard it as if it was out loud, but yeah. it was more in her head. But it, and it was enough like, like my voice that she thought she was like, What if something's wrong with Corinne? Did right she now? call you? We talked not long after, but Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so interesting. So we were like, it could have been that, too. I didn't think about the manifesting in the head. Right. So I was just and thinking, like, somehow I projected my energy to where my mom was. That is really cool. It's like telepathy. Yeah. And super weird. I wish I could do that to, like, Nick or Leia. <laughs> talk to Leia. Yeah. <laughs> or get one. It's like getting a pet cam, essentially, where I could talk to her. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> cute. Okay. Well, I will read the next one. Cool. Okay. This is from Casey. She said, hey, guys, I'm Casey. Well, she gave us a little bit of information about herself. I'll just skip some of it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> But she is from New Jersey. Okay, yes. So Which said, you can't skip that. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm Casey from New Jersey. Woo! And I love your podcast so much. You Woo! guys randomly followed me on Instagram. Yeah, we did. <laughs> a few weeks ago, as if somehow you knew I was so into ghosts. We did. I thought it was fate, so I immediately started listening. Anyway, here are some ghost stories from my past that you might find a bit spooky. This one is from pretty early on in my childhood and has haunted me my whole life. After school each day, my brother and I were taken to our Aunt Sherry's house near where I grew up in Jersey. She ran a daycare from her house, had two older sons and a younger daughter, Heather, around mine and my brother's age, so around five to seven. And she also had a very mean and scary husband that all of the kids were afraid of. He reminded me of some sort of mob boss. So one day, Heather and I were playing in the playground that was attached to the garage. It was basically a very tiny shed with a door from the outside and locked door to the garage with one window facing out into the bit of forest behind the backyard. We would play house. There was a table. We would pretend to sit at the kitchen table. Fun stuff like that. Heather had a little boom box we would listen to the radio on and dance around. We were listening to something fun and upbeat when suddenly the radio started changing channels on its own and became oh. mostly static. We turned it off and back on, put it to the original channel, and a few seconds later it started changing channels again and turned into static, then started playing some really fucking creepy music <sighs> along with the static, like some tiny Tim shit. <laughs> oh, I can't hear that song without being terrified. Yeah. Oh my gosh. We were pretty freaked out. Yeah. Okay, we were pretty freaked out, and when we both noticed something outside the window that faced the woods, we stuck our heads out, and I shit you not, we saw what looked like a bloated, green, naked, headless body laying on the ground. Then, hanging from a nearby tree was an equally green, severed head with the open, blinking red and black eyes, like the Cheshire cat. Smile with pointy teeth and blood coming from its neck. Very much alive and trying to freak us out. She said, we fucking pieced the fuck out of there. Oh my gosh. We explained it to my brother and her brothers, and they said that we were crazy. We went back to look, and there was nothing. To this day, I cannot explain it, and it has stuck with me more than any other memory from my childhood. I've tried making logical excuses for it. Was it my childhood brain making something scarier than it was? Like, maybe some creepy Halloween decorations being stored behind the shed that I'd never seen before my brain overreacted to? Did my friend's creepy mafia-esque dad kill somebody and he was haunting us? (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> All I know is that no one ever believed my friend or me. Sometimes I want to try to find her on Facebook and see if she remembers this, but I'm afraid she won't and I'll just be alone feeling crazy. <laughs> Wait, okay. There's another story. There was a girl whose story is very, very similar to this with a, like, floating face. That's so weird. Ugh. Oh, I don't like that. That's what makes it scary is when multiple people have this, sh- like, share a common experience. Yeah. And they either don't know each other or, like, with this girl, with Casey, like, her friend saw it, too. It's not just yeah. her. Like, they both experienced the same thing. So it's like, well, this had to have happened. This is real. Mm-hmm. I would want validation, too, though, to, like, find her and be like, hey, do you remember that one time we hung out in the boombox? Yeah. And just see what and she we saw a decapitated head smiling at us. Remember? Don't you remember that? So freaky. Is that why we're not friends anymore? <laughs> <laughs> and, too, it's like sometimes your childhood brain remembers things differently as they actually happen. Because mm. I had a dream that my mom left me at L.L. Bean when I was younger. I thought it was a real experience until, like, four years ago. And your mom was like, I brought it up and she was like, that literally never happened. (laughs) I'm like, wow, it's been haunting my my entire life. (laughs) Your whole life has been traumatized by that one moment. That is why I don't put Ella Bean. (laughs) Okay. Well, she has a couple other stories. I'm going to read them too. Okay. So about a year after the last story, so when she was in the woods with her friend, Mm -hmm. she said, I was asleep in my bed. My brother and I shared a room during childhood before we moved into the three bedroom house. I woke up in the middle of the night to something at the head of my bed tugging at my hair and choking me. Oh. I was paralyzed with fear and kept trying to scream, but all that came out was a quiet, high-pitched squeak. It was like I couldn't physically move or breathe or talk. I don't remember what happened next, but I do know that the next morning I woke up my mom to tell her the devil had tried to strangle me. Oh, my gosh. Sorry, Mom. Also, (laughs) my brother slept through the whole thing. Thanks, Connor. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's so scary to hear your child say that. Yeah. Like, what would last you do? night, the devil tried to strangle me. Kids say the weirdest things. Yeah. That's freaky. I, oh, I wish Marissa was here. Because she had some, like, she did some weird, said weird shit when she was little. Her parents went through some stuff with her. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Weird. <sighs> But we'll get her. We'll get her on another. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So her last story. She said, "A few years later, we were in a new house in a new town. I have my own bedroom, and I'm getting used to sleeping alone in a room. So for the first few years we lived there, I always slept with my door open and my bed facing, so I could see the door perfectly. I still do that. Yes. My dad, always looking into the newest and coolest home improvements, had installed a motion sensor from the hallway light." So that when any of us got up to go to the bathroom, we wouldn't be stumbling in the dark. Well. Nice. Yes. (laughs) Nice until it turns creepy. In theory, yeah. (laughs) Well, one night, I wake up around 2 a.m. and everybody is asleep. From my room, I can see clearly my parents' door and my brother's door. All of our rooms are next to each other at the end of the hallway. So I can see anytime someone leaves or enters their rooms. Out of nowhere, I heard the floorboards creaking in the hall and the motion sensor light goes on. The creaking continues as if someone is tiptoeing slowly with no shoes on. Then I see a shadow of a man on my parents' bedroom door, but if someone is standing just out of my line of sight, just next to my doorway, and the hall light is casting the shadow of them, I'm flipping out. I can't move. I don't yell. I just lay there, staring at the shadow 
all night. The hall light never went off because the figure was ever so slightly oh swaying back and forth. I knew everyone was in bed. We're both holding ourselves. I'm freezing. <gasps> everyone was in bed. Plus, it'd be really weird for my dad, the only grown man in the house at the time, to just be standing in the hallway all night. I eventually got so tired and fell asleep as I started as it started to get light out. The next morning, I told my mom, and she just shrugged it off. It never happened again, and nothing has ever happened in the house since. Just very weird. I had other minor stuff, like knowing exactly what my dead grandfather looked like before I'd ever been shown a photograph of him, or seeing a smoky white figure fly over the building as a friend and I walked to 7-Eleven in middle school. That sort of stuff. I love you guys. You remind me of me and my friend Kara and how we would stay up in the wee hours scaring each other more and more with our ghost stories. Keep doing what you do and try to not let it creep you out too much in life. Keep being spooky, Casey. Well, this is creeping me out right now so much. <laughs> and it's dark The man's outside. swaying and it's raining outside. Yeah. This is like the, the perfect, perfect time. <laughs> perfect time to be selling ghost stories. But it reminds me of the scene in Paranormal Activity. Remember? Which one? I think it was the first one. Okay. I don't remember. They shoot, they install a camera at night Mm -hmm. and they're looking over the footage and in the middle of the night, she gets up out of bed, her her, like husband or boyfriend, whoever is still in bed and the character, the main girl gets up and just stands next to the bed looking over it and just for hours, she's just standing there. So like your body naturally rocks and it's just like fast forward showing her like rock, 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 rock. And then it's like staring at her husband and sleep, uh, asleep in bed. Yeah, something like that. Oh, super! Creepy. My gosh! Mm, and I, this is like the real version of it. This actually is. I know my hair is like trying to get off my body right now. Until I have. Oh, oh my god, Casey! That is so spooky. <laughs> so scary. Wow. Well, on to the next one. <laughs> This one is actually really, really scary as well. It's, um, this is a warning. It's a cautionary tale to everyone who wants to do a Ouija board. Please do not. We don't care that it's Halloween. You want to do something spooky. If you want to do something spooky, listen to us. Binge listen to our episodes. And actually, the Ouija board is the worst thing to do on Halloween because Halloween is the day when the paranormal world and our world are closest together. Yeah. So, guess who can access you a little quicker? Demons. The Don't devil. do it. The devil. The devil's coming for you. Six, six, six. Six, six, six. <laughs> what if I just repeated everything you said in a very deep voice? <laughs> what if you did it forever? Forever. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, girls. My name is Annie. You guys seem very similar to me, so I can relate to you to a lot of your stories. The paranormal has been a part of my life basically since I was three years old. I would love to tell you guys every ghost story I have, but I'll start with my one, one of my more recent experiences and definitely one of my most terrifying. One night in mid-March of 2015, I live in Texas, so the weather was colder at night then. Myself and three of my guy friends decided to do a Ouija board. This is where the story kind of becomes a more cautionary tale. We decided to go to our town square where every year a ghost walk is held and I've gone every year with my parents for 10 years so I knew the stories and such so we settled into an alley next to the magic shop where they hold seances every Friday night. At first it was me and my friend Thomas who wanted to do it. We sat and waited and asked nice questions and we finally got a response. 
The air changed all around us and to a more springtime feel, and we felt warmth and happiness surrounding us. It felt good. We asked how it died. It said nothing. And then we asked, did you die in one of the fires? And the planchette moved across the board to yes. I don't remember a whole lot of the questions we asked. I just remember it felt good. And then it started to speak in what Thomas and I thought. Bless you. Bless you. Oh, the soul's escaping me. Sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Well, um, and the planchette moved across the board to yes. I don't remember a whole lot of the questions we asked. I just remember it felt good. And then it started to speak in what Thomas and I thought was gibberish. So we said goodbye and thank you. At this point, I felt fulfilled in my Ouija board experience and let the guys have at it. We walked down the road to the Delaney houses. If interested in the history, just search that up. There, there, my friends Taz and Thomas decided to sit on the front porch of the house and try to communicate with the little girl that died there. Her name was also Annie, so I passed on this. Me and my other guy friend stood on the sidewalk down the street while they played, in quotation marks. The guy friend I was with got curious and said, let's go see if they're talking to anyone. He ran ahead of me. We ran past the side of the yard of the house when I heard someone yell, stop. And when I rounded the picket fence in front of the house, I walked up to my two guy friends playing the Ouija board, spelling out S-T-O, and I yelled, it's telling you to stop. Stop. Oh, sorry. There was just a weird noise that freaked me out. Did you hear that? It's probably just the, it's probably the ice, ice machine. machine. Yeah, but it was just like weird timing. Ma- yeah, makes the weird like mouth noises, throat noises. Yeah. I got really freaked out because I have no idea who yelled stop in the side yard, and I really don't like to think about it too much. Haha. <laughs> they then said goodbye and proceeded to tell us that before it spelled out stop, the planchette kept going to goodbye when they tried to ask it questions. So it was oh, like trying to make God. them stop. Oh, why? Oh, it's so, like, what else is about to come through? Yeah. But they're like, close, close it, close it now. Ugh. So we were all freaked out. Yeah. After this, we drove out of the town square and went to hang out at my friend's shop. He owns a little one down the highway. When we got there, we decided to do the board one more time. Why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Oh, my God. This time, it was me, Thomas, and Taz doing it. My other guy friend, Shane, didn't want to, but he stood and took pictures of us this time while we tried to communicate. The three of us sat down and started chatting with whatever the spirit was. I might add that the weather changed drastically. At this point, from warmth to warm happiness earlier to now cold, hard winter again. Texas is bipolar, but to see your breath outside in March is not normal. The board began to trick us and saying... This was the spirit Thomas and I had spoken to earlier. We both knew by the feeling it definitely was not the same spirit. We asked, are you following any of us? Among other questions. But the planchette kept repeating, A-M. It took us a while, and then I thought to myself, shit. And I out loud said, those are my initials. My two guys' friends started to laugh a little nervously because they know my past with ghosts. We kept asking it, questions, but we noticed it started to speak in gibberish again. My friend Taz slowly started to realize that this was not gibberish. It was in his native language, Hindi, a language Thomas and I do not speak. Taz started to ask it questions in Hindi, and it would respond in Hindi. Getting chills, they spoke for about a minute in complete Hindi. The only thing I could read that entire time was a board spell, ha ha. That's when Taz said, to us we need to say goodbye right now 
So we did, and all of us were asking what they spoke about, and this is basically the conversation they had. Taz, are you going to follow her after this? Bored. Yes. Taz, are you going to hurt her? Bored. Yes. Taz, what if she puts her faith in God to save her? Bored. Ha ha. Oh my god. No. <gasps> oh my god. <gasps> I can't even, like, what do I do with my body? I'm so cold right now. <laughs> we said goodbye and I started to cry. We went to my house where I, my, oh gosh, I can't even breathe. I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We went to my house where we told my mom and she made me sit with Sage. After this, the three guys tried to do the Ouija board, and it wouldn't work except for when I was around as well. Stop trying to no, do it! Yeah, God, stop! My friend who took pictures has a photo of me from the night that has since been deleting, deleted from everything. Of me, I have glowing red eyes in it and what appears to be a snout. No, what? Definitely did not look like me at all, and we deleted from everywhere, and I'd rather not see it again, to be honest. You guys don't have to share this or anything, but I just thought you might be interested. Have a good day, and don't fuck with Ouija boards. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Why? Why? Just why so many times? But it's crazy because the first time that they were talking to the ghost and it seemed pleasant or whatever, the second, I feel like, it was t- taken over. Like, yeah. then the board started going crazy and going back and forth between things. And then the, they were trying, whoever was communicating with them was like, you need to stop doing this because something's about to happen. Something's like something's trying to take to over me through. talking to you. Yeah. Ooh, I, the snout and the eyes. I hate that. I hate that. Yeah. I, hate that. I almost feel like being with you in person it makes it all it so much scarier. <laughs> <laughs> I've also gotten used to FaceTiming and talking yeah. about ghosts. But I'm not used to doing this. I know. Because <laughs> we're seeing each other. Yeah. Like, real-time react instead of... Yeah. And I feel like we're, like, physically feeling each other's feelings more, yeah. too. Oh, gosh. <sighs> <laughs> okay, well, this one might be better. I don't know what better means <laughs> with this Less podcast. Scary? Less scary? More scary? I'm I don't wrap know. myself in my shirt. <laughs> okay. 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 This is from Rachel. She said, hey ladies, I love your podcast. It makes my busy season at work. I work at a Halloween costume company. That's so That's cool. That's so cool. So much more pleasant as I don't really get to partake in spooky fun due to being at work for most of the Halloween season. So having ghostly experiences are nothing new to me, as it is something that has happened off and on for most of my life. Scary, ghosty things don't always scare me when I experience them. Heck, I seriously live right next to a cemetery. It's what I see out my kitchen window when I do dishes. Whoa. <laughs> She's, like, living a dream. Yeah. Like, cemetery outside, Halloween costume company, down for stealing wow, Rachel's cool. life. For <laughs> stealing Rachel, watch out. Rachel works at a Halloween costume company, so I work at a Halloween <laughs> costume company. Okay. Um, however, this experience still gives me the creeps, as this one is the only time I've actually felt a ghost touch me. Uh-oh. It is something that I share with my brothers, mom, and twin nieces. I thought I should share the one experience of a little girl who has been seen by multiple people in my family over the past few years, who we affectionately refer to as the purple girl. 
why am I picturing that part of the episodes in Are You Afraid of the Dark where they toss the magic sand into the fire and it flares up in the show of the title of the episode? <laughs> and she added the gif. It's so good. Oh, that's funny. I'll show you. Okay. <laughs> Wait, that's awesome. Oh my gosh. Cue the ghost story. Okay. We should do that before every episode now. Yeah. Toss the sand in. Mm-hmm. Get ready for the story. Okay. So there was one night that I was lying in bed and had just turned off my big lamp to go to sleep. I usually have the radio playing as I have a tendency to wake up at every little tiny sound in the house, and that helps out. But that night, for whatever reason, the signal wasn't coming in well enough to hear the music. I literally just closed my eyes when all of a sudden I heard breathing right next to my head. Oh, gosh. I might pee my pants. I'm so scared. <laughs> I like, can't. <laughs> I'm not going to pee. I don't even feel anything. I'm just numb now. <laughs> okay. I had literally just closed my eyes when all of a sudden I heard breathing right next to my head. Before I had even stopped to think about it much, I felt cold little hands touching my hair as if they were playing with it. Oh. I at first thought it was one of my nieces who had come into my room and I didn't hear her as she had a bit of habit doing of doing that when I stayed over. And for that reason, I kept a strand of Christmas lights on so that she could come in and not trip or get scared in the dark. I look up to see if it was her and most definitely was not my niece. It was a tiny girl with long dark hair and her face was white and bluish and she was right next to my face. I bolted upright and went to turn on the lamp and toss my glasses and after that, she was gone. No... I told my mom about it the next morning, and my brother had overheard me telling her. He came in and asked if she had long, dark hair, wore a white nightgown, and had blue eyes. Apparently, he'd seen her before as well in the same room as that used to be his room. Throughout the years, my nieces would mention seeing a little girl in my room and ask who was the little purple girl that was sitting in my room and who was playing with her kitties. Ghost kitties are also common in my parents' household. I've never owned a cat until I moved out. (sighs) My mom has also seen her at one point, sitting in the room and playing with a cat. She at first thought it was one of my nieces, but then quickly realized it wasn't a weekend that we had them. I've only seen her one other time, and it was out of the corner of my eye, and she was standing in my doorway just watching me go up the stairs. (sighs) As far as we know, no one has died in the house, but it is out in the country, so we're unsure if anything has happened on the land before the house is built. I hope you enjoy the story. Keep up the good work, Rachel. First of all, I have to I like that the, her mom thought that it was the niece playing with the cat. You just walked and by I and quickly like, oh. realized it wasn't. I was like, yeah, probably because your your niece probably doesn't have a white, pale, blue face. Like. <laughs> <laughs> a little creepy girl. That's just my niece. <laughs> with a white nightdress. They always have white nightgowns. And it's like, it's playing with a cat. Like, you don't own a cat. I would love to have ghost cats. Maybe Nick will be okay with another ghost cat. <laughs> and that's of, your second cat that you yeah. can get. Instead of a second cat, I can get a ghost cat. Well, it was in your fortune. It was. In your future. I got my tarot cards read, and I was told that I was going to get another pet soon, and that my cat needed a companion, and that I would be coming into a companion for her soon. Oh my gosh. It's so, if that actually happens, that's going to be weird. I know. I feel like you also, now that you know, it's like in your mind and you can will it to happen. Right. Nick, listen to this. Nick. Nick, I want another cat. <laughs> Give Sabrina her ghost cat. 
<laughs> or does a real cat works too? You should dress Leia up for Halloween as a ghost cat. That would be really cute. What if I change my costume and I do like the woman in white and <gasps> then she's and my cat, cat in white. white? Or you could be this little girl, the little purple girl. Oh, I could be purple. Because she wears a, a white, white nightgown. She has long, dark hair. True. Blue eyes and whitish purple skin. And little Are you going to dress? Hands. You're dressing up as something different for Halloween, right? On actual Halloween, I'm going to be progressive lady at work. Because we are supposed to dress up. I work in... I shouldn't say where I work. No. I work somewhere. <laughs> um, and we're supposed to dress up as employers. And I was like, well, progressive employs Cute. people. And it's easy. And I bangs now. And everyone knows who she is. Mm-hmm. That's good. I like that. Uh, Halloween, Halloween. The best day of the year. I don't know if I can go to work with the white Samara makeup again. Oh, my God. We have to Also, it the- took, like, four hours to get off of me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like my legs are still white from Saturday night. People were loving the Instagram, the The boomerang. scary. Oh, my. It's scary. <laughs> it really is. We should post the photo that I posted it, like, on my personal Instagram. Mm-hmm. But it's the group, like, we're all smiling. Oh, really? And then your body is so contorted. It's so scary. There was a point last night where I looked at the picture and I was like, I don't know how my body got like that because it's so contorted. I it's think I just so got so in character you did. that my body was doing things that, like, I physically, physically Sabrina can't do, but, like, it was being Samara, so it was a different thing. You know what it just reminded me of because you were, like, crawling know. and crouching on the ground? What? It's the shadow people in that abandoned hospital? hospital that, like, will crawl towards people on the ground. Ew. Yeah. Yeah, I think next year I'm going to do something a little less scary because I scared a lot of people last Yeah, you night. did. Well, I have my costume for next year. I know, I'm really excited. You should just be a two. We can both be the same thing on opposite coasts. Oh. <laughs> or we should be the twins from The Shining, but we're not but, together. But like, we're not together? It's just in spirit. Oh, that's good. And I'll, ha- I'll have, like, a, I'll hold a really long, like, rope or something and just, like, tied her onto the door of the party and just walk around with it. I'm like, it's connected to Corinne. <laughs> so creepy. <laughs> and then someone FaceTimes me and is like, Sabrina's doing this creepy thing, and I'm standing there in the same costume holding a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Sabrina told me not to let go. <laughs> oh. So creepy. Well, wow, these were really good. They were really scary. And now I have to get onto a plane. I know. In the darkness. In the dark. And then Uber home after having a terrible Uber experience. Oh, yeah. I'm so sorry that happened to you. Yeah. Guys. But at least they fixed. They well, like, yeah. If, you have to re- if anything ever happens to you, report it. Yes. Don't let people get away with being um, misogynistic or rude. Mm-hmm. Or just dangerous in or any dangerous. way. Yeah. They're a bad driver. You can report it. Yeah. They tried to come on to you you can report it and say no 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 hey stop don't touch me there this is is my my no no square what what version do you know all right this is my private square what do you do that sir is my no no square oh i like that hey stop don't touch me there what sir is my no no square Guys, we told you we're gonna start singing, so yeah. we have to keep up our. Promise. I already sang twice in this. I sang Tiny Tim earlier. Okay, but you're, that's like, <laughs> I feel like that's your go-to spooky song to sing, and you're really good at it. It's so good. Oh, and I do the hands. Oh no! Oh no! Oh, no. Why are you doing that? <laughs>
I don't know, and I'm smiling so big while I do it. Oh, gosh. Well, we should... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, go have fun tonight. Be spooky. Don't do a Ouija board. Don't do a Ouija board. And don't try to pull any pranks. In our episode on Sunday we posted, which is about Halloween, there are a ton of pranks that go wrong and you get and people get injured, so just don't do them. Yeah, just play it safe. Like, stay inside. And well, eat a lot of candy. I think that's, like, the best thing you can do in Halloween mm-hmm. is binge eat candy until your tummy hurts. Watch The Haunted Mansion or Stranger Things. Mm. We're about to binge that because that yeah. just came out. This weekend. Yeah. And yeah, enjoy all the little kid costumes. Super Ugh. cute. Or enjoy your own costume and share them with us. We actually have a thread on the Facebook page where everyone's posting our Halloween costumes and it's awesome. They're so good. They're really good. So share them with us. We're really excited to see what you guys do and maybe it will inspire what we do next year. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We're already planning and Halloween hasn't even come yet while yeah. we're recording this. I know. We're going to be planning <laughs> for next year. I always do. Oh, man. All right. Well, follow us on Instagram. It's Two Girls, One Ghost podcast mm-hmm. and Twitter, TGOG podcast. And we have a Facebook group, which is Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. Mm-hmm. And rate and subscribe and write us a positive review on iTunes. Get all of your friends to start listening to us and write us a review. It really helps us stay relevant and stay in the charts. Yeah. And don't forget to email us your ghost stories. We love reading them, and we get super spooked out by them, clearly. If you can't tell, I almost peed yeah. my pants today. <laughs> that's <laughs> break. And, story. Um, our email is twogirlsoneghostpodcast at gmail.com. We will see, see you on, on the other, other side. side.